What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of V2 Sports. And today, we have none other than Mizzou Football Recap. I hope y'all enjoyed that nice intro from Mrs. V2. And we're going to go ahead and get into the, uh, I guess, the episode for today. If we're going to be completely honest, we understand that we are an all-SEC podcast. And only like eight of us, not even eight, okay, there, there's six people in here. And none of us watched any Mizzou football, because why? Because Missouri is ass. They're ass. You have Luther Burden. You have a quarterback who can't throw the ball. Your offense is one-dimensional. And with that being said, that's all we're going to do for this recap. So good morning, good afternoon, and good night from the V2 crew. Mizzou, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just playing with you. Let's go ahead and get into the slate. We We have their first game, if I'm reading this right. No, it took me all the way back into 2019. Their first game is Louisiana Tech, 52-24. Mizzou starts 1-0. What was everybody's feelings about that game? Am I going to be the only one to speak? Hello? Uh, so, Dane was speaking. You just want let him speak. He's not speaking. I can see his microphone. It's on. Oh, my gosh. He's muted for me. Whoopsie, brother. Go ahead, go ahead, Dane. I'm sorry. Okay, but as, as I was saying, uh, it wasn't a very good opponent. Obviously, it's Louisiana Tech, but they still came out strong. They put up good numbers on offense, and it's probably something you'll never see for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, this was more of a tail of the ground game because Brady Cook didn't really do anything. He threw for he threw for 200 yards, but he had a touchdown a pick. He basically had Anthony Richardson numbers. So congratulations. This is a story of just uh, Pete, Schrader, Cook, uh, Burden, Harris, like just all the running backs at this point because they're really the only ones who are truly scoring. And a lot of them were actually going for not 100 yards, but still decent yards. But again, this is LaTeX. We're not really expecting that much. The only thing they really get to I can say that at least the defense played good. They forced three picks, so that's a rarity. Or, well, I guess not necessarily for Mizzou, but just in general. Do you say that this was a ground game for Mizzou? You're crazy as hell. Wait, how? Brady, how? Brady Cook had 201, like, in yeah. the air. I understand that they Correct. went 323 for rushing, but if you're looking at it, Louisiana Tech's defense is, like, ass. So... I don't know. It could. I, I actually would say this is an even, like, they actually evenly used their entire offense this game. They also had one touchdown actually passing, by the way. Okay, well, give Brady Cook some some credit. He's no. not good. I'm not giving him credit. He's not good, as you said. I give credit to people who I'm impressed with, and I've not given, to be fair, I haven't given credit to many people. And I'll continue not to do so. Brady Cook wasn't really good this season. Could he play better? Sure. He's getting a much better receiving core next year, but who knows? Maybe he'll still crap the bed. All right. Anybody else get any other statements for this one? Will? Jake? This is an opening game, but a win is a win. Yeah. I mean, not much to say except... Refined Refined, non-ESPN-esque. This is all we asked for to be on the V2 on-air crew, and that is exactly what Jake just showed us. 
something you can't read from ESPN. So let's go ahead and move on to the second the second game in their schedule, which was a loss to Kansas State. And many people going into the season did not think Kansas State would be as good as they were. That Same game time, was absolutely though. insane. It was only one like, two, and yet you got crushed. Two I thought they'd make the Big 12 championship. Well, I'm proud of you, Will. Or should I say, Bill? You should say Bill. 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 Bill, Bill is our website guy. All right. So this game was like, I understand <laughs> that it was it was pretty shitty for Mizzou. Okay. Only 128 passing yards, 56 rushing yards, and the leader of the rushing stat, might I say that, as I'm reading this, 56 rushing yards from Brady Cook. Brady Cook. Okay. I mean... It's just an all-out piss-poor performance from it's Mizzou. Missouri Look offense. at their team colors. It's it's piss and kidney disease piss. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I mean, come on. I, like, on one hand, here's the thing. On one hand, it's Kansas State. They had a good offense. Um, Deuce, was all, Deuce Vaughn was always a good player. And, he, again, he went 145 for two touchdowns here, averaging six yards a carry. But... What's interesting is it seems like Kansas State's offense was getting better as the quarters went on. Like, first quarter, you held them seven points, but then you gave up 13, then you brought it back six, but then you gave up 14. That doesn't make sense, especially considering I thought they would have brought in some of the backups. So, a little if, odd that Missouri's defense... Well, it, does make, it really does make sense because they played the good defensively in the first quarter. Their offense doesn't do anything, and they give a bunch of points in the second quarter. They go to halftime. Their defense, which was actually pretty solid last year, gets time to rest, in the, and they play good in the third quarter, and then they play like crap in the fourth quarter again because the defense is dead. Well, no, the I best part bad. about this Missouri team in this game is I want y'all to, like, if, if you can, any of the members that are in here, look at the scoring summary. No. Missouri did not give up to the point where they scored a touchdown on the last play of the game. To make it forty to twelve, it's like those damn memes. And Chris Paul drains the buzzer beater three to take the <laughs> final score to seventy-eight to forty-two. Like, come on, was it really worth it to get that touchdown? Like, you're already losing. You're not going to be able to kick it outside. It's interesting that they threw more interceptions in the game than they scored in one half. So, is that really interesting though? I mean, it's Missouri, and I understand. Okay, many it's not interesting. It's I'm funny. Okay. Like, it's not interesting. It's not interesting when Brady Cook recorded it. That's again. No we're paying shit. attention. <laughs> well, like if we're being realist here, and I want y'all to think about this because I noticed this when I was doing the, I guess, research on this game. The starting quarterback for K State, Adrian Martinez. He was originally committed to Tennessee. Would he have been able to do this all four years at Tennessee, considering Probably that not. was his senior year? No, he wouldn't have. So K-State had it out for Mizzou, and it was nothing but a pure like outcoaching. Drink got outcoached. That's all it is. And Deuce Vaughn put the team on his back. But, I will say, though, I mean, it's not a surprise that Missouri's coaching had issues. I mean, that's, again, that's been a common theme throughout the season. How the so, hell do you expect me to out? I mean, yeah, Georgia? but it doesn't help when your team has four turnovers. Yeah, that too. But with that being said, let, okay, listen, do y'all really want to go over Adeline Christian? Uh, uh, 
Yeah. Not really. Heck no. Okay. Not well then let's go. Let's go to the game that saved uh, Auburn's coach, Mister Harson's career for an extra game. Where I, I, can I rant about this game? Go for it, if you don't mind. Oh, I was going to so, rant. For anybody who doesn't remember this care. game, I got you because this was the battle of who could fuck it up more. Because Missouri literally, they go up to the line in the final seconds. All they have to do is make a field goal. Make a field goal to win the game. They're at like the 10-yard line. It's literally an extra point at this. It's the easiest kick. And the announcers are all going, here comes the thicker kicker. He's going to hit this. I mean, it's super close, and he's been making every single one on the season. No worries for Missouri. That bitch shakes it right. He He was a great kicker this season. Couldn't believe it. And then I thought, okay. What did they call call their kicker? The thicker kicker. kicker. Yeah, I know. What's even more interesting, though, is in overtime, this is where I started to hate Robbie Ashford. Because what happens is in overtime, and also in the fourth quarter, he would fail and then just bitch on the sideline. The whole time he'd be just crying and complaining because he wasn't good enough. And that's where I was like, you will never be a leader. He You'll never be season. Auburn's quarterback. I know. You'll never be Auburn's quarterback when you're just this puss who's, you know, super sad all the time. Say I can't you, say me. He is a I pussy. Can't, I can't win you. anything. <laughs> I couldn't score the touchdown. It's just embarrassing. He really pissed me off a lot. And I get it for all the Auburn stands out here saying, but he's a freshman. Dude. You were playing College 1, Power 5, SEC football. Even Nick Saban decides that when a freshman goes in at quarterback, they're supposed to be playing at least decent and not being a bitch. And he was the whole season, and it really annoyed me. But point is, Missouri had the chance to win the game because they only held Auburn to a field goal in overtime. They rushed to the end zone. They score a touchdown, right? It's like, oh my god, Missouri won! They fumbled it in the end zone. When he dove... Auburn in the end zone. Auburn gets the ball. Game over. Auburn wins. It was just a crappy performance between the two poverty Tiger teams, neither of which made the um, even a bowl game. So Missouri made a bowl game, clown. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah, good they one. They got better as the year went on. I apologize. Did they have six wins? Yes. Well, there we go. So they, they they snuck one. But point is, you got to admit. Neither of these teams were doing anything this season. So when you see them matched against each other, what are they going to do? Uh, all right. My recap of this game is you had two aggressively shitty offenses playing against yep. each other. What did you expect <laughs> was, was going to happen? It was a, hold on. It was a game of field goals. The only touchdown is No. What are you talking about? No. The first quarter, Auburn scored two touchdowns. Second quarter, my Missouri bad. scores two touchdowns. And then coming into halftime, we're like, oh my god. 14 all tied? This is a good game. And then we saw the second half. <laughs> and the, Y'all remember when we covered this game. Spear, were you on the team at that point? Or Luke? Uh, Yeah, I was. I was. Or, well, no, actually. No, I didn't cover the recap. The first time I think I covered was when we were talking about Missouri playing Florida. Jeez. Okay. This game pissed all of us off, the people that were here. And it was me, Jaron, Dane, Jackson, a couple other people I can't mention. And 
it, it was just a shitter game, and that's all I'm going to leave it at. Will, you said you had a rant? Yeah, I do have a rant. I have a rant because people hate these types of games. I love shit shows. Shit shows are some of the most fun things to watch in college football. It's funny. This game was so much fun to watch. Unless it's your team. Otherwise, it sucks. Yeah, unless unless you're watching, I can't even say the the game. But these games are so fun. I've been to two. Even even when it's your team, after it, you, you, you can just laugh about it. I know Auburn fans that laugh about this game. Like, I love these types. This is what makes college football college football. I will say this. Auburn has some good fans. Y'all have some W fans. It doesn't matter if you guys are winning 10 games or winning two games. Y'all will pack that stadium out. It's crazy. For me to bank off what Will said, I've been to two goat fuckings and five circus orgies, and this was still more exciting than that. (laughs) So... Well, Did you not participate in any of those? I'm not allowed to anymore. I gotta stay like ten feet away from goats and shit. I don't know why. But... Oh, why only ten That's feet? Bestiality. It's not bestiality. It's only bestiality if you engage in it. Watching. Play the, Tyrone. Said you Play the Tyrone sound. Did not engage in it. <laughs> only watch. <laughs> I timed that perfectly. As soon as you played the sound, I went. Okay, I don't remember the game being this close at all. But let's go into the next game where Georgia beat Auburn by four, or not Auburn, Missouri. Oh, never mind. This is Mizzou. This I got the caught up in game. Auburn. I got caught up in Auburn. My bad. Twenty six to twenty two. This was. The I would like to rant about this game. I lost my mind during this. I would like to rant about this game. Georgia's a passing team, not a rushing team. And when this game, it did not rain. rain during this game. Yes, it did. It did. I was there. No, you weren't. It was sprinkled. That's sprinkling rain. is not that rain. Is rain. It's raining. It's, it's so sprinkling is not a throwing of a football. Scooper, That's a minute. It's just terrible at football. Well, Fair at enough. least you finally admit it. The reason. It was okay. Let's take a step back here. In this game, in this game, I watched. There's an applause sound effect. I watched from, you know, that grassy M. Yeah, that's. I, was oh, I thought it was a Rocky M. For the first time in my life, I know a guy who's a professor at Missouri. He's friends with my dad. He got his tickets. He, he went cool. to high school with my dad, so we flew up there to go see him. Good stuff. And we were sitting on the grassy Missouri M. It's actually sick. If y'all ever want cool. to go to Missouri, go I sit on that M. Uncle Bo told me all about Missouri, and there's nothing to do there but catch AIDS, herpes, crabs, or a drug addiction. So, <laughs> Well, I did do... I, I actually can't say that live on air. Um, Good job. <laughs> um, so anyways, in this game, during the pre-games, the three of us were sitting on that M. And we saw Jalen Carter walk over to the Missouri offensive line and talk shit for like 15 minutes. And at that moment, my dad looks at me and goes, these boys are in for an ass kicking. And for four quarters, Missouri hook it to the dogs. Ah. That- what a, what a <laughs> game. I wouldn't say four quarters. three, but... <laughs> Like Missouri even chop blocked Jalen Carter and took out his knees. Like they were, they came to play. 
I will say this. I can't even play in this game. Don't I? At least I don't endorse it. But like, it's all cool to trash talk when you're on the field. But when the game hasn't even started, shut the hell up. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. I'm it was. Sorry, it was. The I, clock in the stadium was an hour and fifteen till game time. Yeah, I, like you could trash talk on the field all you want. That that's part of the game. Luke, but I, when I, you had, I thought you were about what? to try to play me up for the Tyrone sound. I thought you were about to say, "All right, listen, it's okay to trash talk on the field, but not in the better." I had my finger waiting. You know what? You know what? Right now, it will. I'll, I'll let me, we'll rewind that and we'll do that I real quick. You. Um, you know, so. You know, it's fine to trash talk on the field, but it's not when you're in the bed. And it's not an hour and 15 minutes before game time. Like, that's... It usually so is for me. It stupid. takes a lot of... Four. Like, I'm, I'm even kind of okay when you trash talk, like, when you're on the walkout and, like, you know, you're hyping up the fans and stuff, and then you maybe go oh, to yeah. the headline, you're, like, oh, yeah. holding up a belt or something, be like, yeah, you are about to kick shit out of you, but, like, come on. And look, I don't time. want this... To like reflect on Jalen Carter, like he's a bad kid with all That's these kids, few things They're coming out. That. Like, like Jalen Carter's a really good kid, but just an hour and fifteen before game time, talking crap to the players you're about to play against. It's your own fault that they chop blocked you that in the knees and took out your knees and made you sit out three weeks. He's gonna find That's your, your fault. And he's gonna call you relentlessly, that- and he's just gonna start like hate talking. Yeah. Or I Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith really saved this game for Georgia because of his run defense. I do want to say that though. Missouri also, kept running. Or sorry, you got it. Missouri kept trying to run an outside zone in this game, and Nolan Smith was just eating it for breakfast. And that's really the only reason Georgia won this football game. Bro, that way he said eating for breakfast. Come on. I was gonna say that also reminds me of a story where I was at Starkville watching Mississippi State play Bama, and this was Hill the time State. where they, yeah. And this is the time where they had like that ridiculous defense of like Montez Sweat, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, Jonathan Abram. Like the, oh, that, that, that twenty seventeen year. Yeah, seventeen eighteen, where they won like nine games. I think. Like, point is, their defense was ridiculous. And in that game, when Alabama was going out of the tunnel, Jeffrey Simmons runs over them with the belt or no, a chain, and just starts holding it up and getting all the Bama players pissed. And even though they lost, that was probably one of the coolest games I've ever watched, strictly because of how hype it was. Every time State would score, that stadium would erupt. Like, Messi just scored the game-winning goal versus uh, France. It was insane. It just, I feel like, again, even though I don't endorse it, that trash talk that you'll see at the beginning can make games interesting. And for those of y'all that don't know... Mississippi State Stadium really doesn't get that loud too often, so to hear it erupt is really something like, special. It gets loud when they're good. That's that's about all I can say. It gets loud when they're like good, good because you can ring a cowbell all you want, but you also have to add in some actual, you know, crowd noise. Like when they played Texas A and M this year and they were killing them, that stadium was really loud. But yeah, but when you're playing either a bad team or you're not. But good. when they were playing, when they were playing Georgia and losing by thirty, that stadium was. Pretty quiet. That game. They need to add some more seats. All right. They need to add more seats. Oh, we let's, can move on. Let's go ahead and move on to Luke's debut: Florida and Mizzou. Uh, wow, Florida. The the hopes for you weren't high, but damn, <laughs> you only won by seven points. What? Anthony Richardson decided to go off. He went for sixty six whole yards. <laughs> one touchdown. Florida one fans interception. AR is going to be high. Was balling. 
Shit, y'all think it's I mean, bad this stay year. Here, really. Wait until Graham Mertz comes in this bitch. All hat like hats off to Brady Cook because somehow it, it's really <laughs> it's shitty to throw for two hundred and twenty yards, have no touchdown to show for it, but all you've got to show is two interceptions. I was about to say, I was like, I thought you were about to get hype him up. And I was like, what did he do? If Missouri had Mike Wright, do they win nine games? Yeah. If Missouri had Mike Wright, no, they win. What was their? They win nine six games. And six? Yeah, they win nine games. No, they, they win like six. seven. Missouri's no, decent. they beat Georgia. They beat. Um, Auburn. are you sure they beat Georgia? By the way, the game stats make zero sense because yes, Missouri had seventy-two plays compared to Florida's forty-six. They converted twenty-one first downs in, in comparison to Florida's thirteen. They went nine for seventeen on third down again compared to Florida's three for eleven. Statistically, they were winning this game, especially holding possession, and yet they still sucked. And I think that just all goes to show: no matter how decent your team could be, if you have a Brady Cook at that quarterback spot, you're still gonna lose. It's just Brady. Brady Cook is like eating cold French fries. That's giving him too much props. You can at least make do with cold French fries. No, the Brady fuck Cook. You can't. No. No, you Brady, can't. Cook, Brady Cook is like getting back home to like, you know, you worked all day and all you want is just a nice shower. And then you figure out that like your hot water the heater, the heater isn't working. And now you just have a cold Here. ass shower. I've got a better one, mainly for the people that listen to this podcast. I know you'll understand this. Brady Cook was nothing but a season long of blue balls for the Missouri fans. You got there, you were fully prepared, you were you were doing everything you could, boom, you got to go home. You got blue-balled all season by Brady Cook. How do you feel? Spam the, spam the sound. Brady Cook is like my ex-girlfriend. She'd suck you off right up until you finished and then leave. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jason! Who would do such a thing? Who would do such a thing? We're going to continue that discussion off the air once we get finished with this because I'm still trying to figure out that analogy. Um, Yeah, because you need someone like Hennon Hooker with Swallow, too. What? What did you say? Dave? Dave, was that you? Dave? Dave, were you speaking? Dude, can I hear Hokey? Hokey, is that you? Sure. Any, anybody that wants to speak? Than yeah. I was saying you need someone on your team like Ken and Hooker who, to add on the Bills analogy there, will at least swallow after you finish. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for joining us for this episode of Missouri Football Recap. Um, yeah, Mizzou, y'all, y'all suck. Uh, good morning. Oh, my bad. Make sure to use code V2Sports at Dubby for 10% off your first purchase. And make sure when you get that W, you swallow it all the way down. We ain't finishing this episode yet. Let's go ahead and move on to the Missouri and Vanderbilt game. And oh my gosh... Mike Wright, 
you should have won this game. Like Missouri, that's what I'm saying. I understand. Like for the eight fans that are listening right now, AJ Swan. Hold on, for the eight AJ fans Swan. that are listening right now, um, AJ Swan's a rapist. Your team is ass, and I'm struggling to get through this episode because you know how Bama fans would like to do that whole thing. Hell, we heard it the other night. Bama only lost by a combined six points. Mizzou, you won by like a combined on most of your wins. Your most against an actual SEC school was three. Oh, you beat South Carolina by 13. Jesus Christ. Okay, huh? never mind. <laughs> we're we're huh? just going back into Vandy. That's why Jackson's not here today. The bottom line is if, if Mr. Rapist didn't start that game, then Vanderbilt probably wins. Yeah. Uh, Vandy, oh, yeah, 100%. Like we said again multiple times, uh, AJ Swan's a rapist. If you uh, clown on Florida... For Jalen Kitna, just know that AJ Swan is like a slight step above it, but not really. He's so, actually the one who made. Funny enough, he's actually the one who made the Discord. So interesting. Kitna was only a joiner. The Kitna Swan song. So let's just let's actually talk about this. The campfire and sing the Kitna Swan. Okay. <laughs> Let's let's actually talk about this like disaster of a game. So before we get into it, Missouri is predicted to win. Like there's an 88% chance they win. Okay, one, I don't understand why they had this much of a chance to win. Vanderbilt was hot at this moment. They had damn near the same record besides conference play. So conference play. Like uh, and here's another thing, Missouri fans, and I'll say this, I'm gonna say this every other game. You have one receiving threat. Okay, oh, and it's it. Luther Burden. Luther Actually, Burden. Dominic Lovett led the SEC. Dominic Lovett. Yards. Okay, okay, guess what? Guess what? Okay, it guess doesn't what? matter. When the leader in receiving yards is Luther Burden, receiving yards and game. then Lovett yeah. left this year, so imagine how shitty your Mizzou's going to be shitty. next year. Next year, yeah. Am I repeating myself? Luther Bolden actually didn't I'm do making much. A one out of myself. <laughs> You're making a fool <laughs> out of yourself. What what Jake? Burden with he only had put up what sixty six yards against Vanderbilt. Burden yes. well he, he 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 makes a difference in like punt and kick returns. Wow! I guess so he's a glorified Brady. Devin Hester, except he can't do anything on special teams. Cord, I mean, like Patterson, Brady Brady Cook talent. is his quarterback. Brady Cook is his quarterback. We got to come slack Shit. here. Hester had to deal with Matt Ryan for a little bit. Let's be realist here. They're the same person, different Brady shape. Cook. It amazes me. Matt Ryan How many is well times better than Brady Cook. Quick question. I'm not 100% sure about this, but can you guys give us like a, a rough estimate about how many games Brady Cook had without an interception? Zero. I think really? it literally was like zero. Like one or... Wow, he probably threw one against Abilene Christian. Y'all want me to go back and look at it while y'all continue to talk about this one? Hold on. Yeah, Missouri Vanderbilt. So, if you've ever been kicked in the nuts, he did not have an incident. This is about an interception against Abilene. No interception versus Abilene. One interception. Wow. No, actually, I don't think he threw one against Georgia. I'll go check that out too. I got it. I got you right now. I got it. I'm already at it. He did not. Holy shit. Yeah. He still has. 
So back to this Vanderbilt game. Congratulations. You still suck. Missouri, you won this game strictly like we've said it four times because AJ's one started. Drive. It's what propels the chip. I also, I will point out that there was nothing. That, like, this was literally just the Auburn game without a stupid ending. Same score, same similar team stats. It's just another shit show. I mean, like, except this one wasn't funny because, like, shit shows are funny when, like, mistakes are made. There weren't really mistakes made. It's just they Nobody sucked. could finish. What? They couldn't finish. No one could finish? Play the sound. You know it. No, you know it. No, one sound, yeah. no one could finish, huh? Nobody. Like, That's they familiar. Get, they get so cl- Yeah, I know, Will. I'm sorry. You really got to take that talk about your erectile dysfunction on the off-the-air chats, but... We'll handle that at another time. So let's go ahead and move into the next game with none other than the Gamecocks themselves. Jackson, where are you? Jackson. I didn't throw one. He also threw no touchdown, so there you go. Boy, do you cook. Look, I'll give this to Eli Drinkwitz. That man can scheme up a running game. Like the way he the way he can pull his guards and the way he uses his tight ends and uses them as fullbacks and the, the way, way he, he uses his he schemes his wide receivers what? into the blocking. It's just really amazing to watch their running game. And then you go from that to watching Brady Cook try to throw a ball and it makes you want to kill yourself. Also We'll point out South Carolina basically didn't score, and by Jackson's logic, it's because the offensive coordinator wasn't fired at the time. So yeah, let's go ahead. And that maybe maybe Spencer that. Rattler just sucks. There's no maybe behind I'll, it. Here's the thing: I still think that Spencer Rattler is not very good. Having two games against two good teams doesn't automatically make you Jesus Christ. However, Tennessee secondary is worse I will, than the. I, rather, I will say this: I will admit. That if South Carolina did fire their OC earlier, they probably would have an extra win or two. Do I think okay. that Spencer Rattler looks any better? Probably Here, not. Here's I the thing with that. Here's the, the thing with that though, Luke. Um, teams would have just got film on South Carolina's offense earlier. So if you look back and look at the second half of the Notre Dame game, Marcus Freeman was able to make a bunch of adjustments to kind of slow down South you know Carolina's. What? And that would have just happened earlier in the season. Clemson really had no film to go off, or not Clemson. Tennessee had no film to go off of, and, and they Clemson, only and they ran the same three plays the whole game. Yeah, just running um basically where and those receivers, and guess two what? Those three plays did not work against Clemson. South Carolina ran the same three passing concepts, and they did not work con- against the concept. The main one they just abused was a spread offense where they would have two receivers on the outside run deep and then two other receivers run deep post and every single time Tennessee could not guard it. Their secondary would yep. just get cut. That's just because and guess what Clemson did? Bad. Clemson adjusted to it. Clemson adjusted to it and South Carolina had to run different concepts. To their credit, they did run different concepts effectively, but those same concepts did not work against Notre Dame. But that's well, why I'm here, saying, like, is, they would have ran out of concept. They do similar stuff against, because again, these were bad teams that they lost to. So, like, well, like if we're being realists here, South Carolina realistically this next season isn't going to perform as well as they did this season. And I'll bank nope. on that. I'll bank on that too. Seven they're going to lose to Clemson. They're going to lose to Tennessee. We're going to have to <laughs> put Jackson on watch. And <laughs> wow. 
All right, let's go ahead and move let's, into the next game unless on. you want to keep talking. Let's so talk about Kentucky. This was just a poverty game, except for the fact that Levis just didn't play awful. Other than, oh this my God, Brady Cook didn't throw interceptions here either. This game was on Chris Rodriguez, a hundred percent, a hundred and twelve yards, oh, yeah, twenty-nine that, carries, yeah. but that's still a decent. Will Levis. Will Levis did his best to carry Kentucky to a win in this game. Yeah. The more and more we go through these games, specifically the recaps of teams that play Will Levis, I slowly start to realize Will Levis isn't bad. He was just surrounded by not good, like not top tier talent. Like he was surrounded by. He was surrounded by a bunch of Brady Cook. It's just the fact that people. Like it's just the fact that he'll be drafted in the top ten. Where I'm like, Jesus, what are we doing, well, I'm scouts? Not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you here. All right, Anthony Richardson being oh, no. dropped inside the top or drafted inside the top ten. Yeah, it still Isn't looks weird. He's not bad. He's an athletic freak. He's like Cam Newton, so say. But if Cam well, Newton can't, I, wasn't and like Anthony him. Richardson, at least has a general explanation, which is okay. he is the biggest bit boomer bust prospect ever. Okay, he and really, he doesn't make the same mistakes more 95% than once. Ninety-five percent chance that Anthony Richardson busts, and he's really bad. Hey, but there's a five percent chance. Like, that he becomes the next Joe Burrow. Okay, listen, like, I'm going to say this and take this with a grain of salt. Talent. After looking at Will Levis's, I guess, film, because y'all know I'm a Raiders fan, and for some reason Raiders Twitter is going insane about Will Levis right now, the interceptions yep. that he has on the season aren't terrible. Aren't terrible, and it's one of those like how Jackson defends Spencer Rattler. And I did the math, 88% of Will Levis's interceptions were because the receivers would not hold on to the ball. They tip him. Dak Prescott. And a few of his interceptions were it's third and long. Exactly. We're on like the fifty. Gonna We're gonna punt deep. anyways. Let's yeah. throw it at this safety Will to see if the wide receiver can make a play. But I'm not saying like he's he's a step he's above mid. Anything impressive. He's a step above yeah. mid. He's literally like your yeah. prototypical quarterback. And that's all you can like he's he's gonna be he's what I think Kenny Pickett will be. Yeah. I really want I really want Will Levis on the Raiders. No offense, yeah. Jason, because because I really think he can the Raiders. I I really think Will Levis can do well I've, with I've the Raiders. The Stroud train. I say we I want to see back. Lamar Jackson on the Falcons cuz I say go the Raiders Atlanta. trade back. Go Falcons, baby. Give me Anthony. Yes, Richardson. sir. I'll take Anthony Richardson on the Raiders. But back into this well, game, thank- Missouri, there's nothing more that I can say other than you had a home field advantage. You were damn near it was a sold morning out. game. No, they it, weren't. It was a morning it, game. There was no there. Ninety-seven percent attendance. Really? Yes. There was it a ton of people there. Yes, Mizzou shows out. Their fans. Mizzou always shows. Yeah, sixty-two thousand people is all their stadium can hold. Yeah, it's like that's the. And they have the giant M, which makes it look like there's not as many people there. Exactly. That's true. Now, oh my gosh, they had, okay, never mind. But Kentucky. And Missouri, it was a game really that was more shined by the rushing attack from both teams. Neither quarterback got over 200 yards. Missouri's running back, as much as he, like, he only went, or the leading rusher, my bad, went for 65 yards on 21 carries. You just can't compete with Chris Rodriguez, okay? Everybody before the season started, even though he had like a six to seven game suspension, knew he was going to be a menace when he came back, and he was. So, Missouri, if they did not have, if Kentucky did not have Chris Rodriguez, 
he probably would have won this game because Kentucky was not moving the ball without him. Like, if that suspension would have went one game more, he probably would have won this game. So, hats off. You tried. Let's move on. If Kentucky would have had an offensive line last year... Kentucky would have actually like, would, been pretty good. Had another win. All right. They would have had like three more wins. And for, and for us to go back on what we were saying about Tennessee secondary versus South Carolina as we go into this Missouri and Tennessee game, Brady Cook threw for 221 and three touchdowns, no interceptions against Tennessee's defense. Why? Because they are ass. And if you really want to know how bad Tennessee's defense is, Missouri's leading rusher was Brady Cook with 106 yards. Come on. Then again, I can't say I'm super surprised considering in the last game, Kentucky, they had, I believe, he had two touchdowns rushing. Yeah. So, he's just essentially become a, a glorified like, running back. There was a play during this game, because I remember catching this one in between me getting customers and such. I just found it right here. It was a 43-yard pass from Brady Cook to Toski Dove. That was the most beautiful play. I had witnessed all season from any team and everybody really? here. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. It was drawn to perfection. He had 10 yards of separation on the DB. It was beautiful. It was, Wait, was that where they were moving to the right side of the field and they were yeah. like, with yes. 20. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was a great, okay. I know what you're talking beautiful. about. Yeah, it was good. But with that being said, Mizzou, you tried everything you could. There's just, there's some things that having an even team, would help with like if your defense was better and Hendon Hooker didn't throw for 355 and the rushing attack wasn't there and Jalen Hyatt didn't get schemed to have a good year by Josh Heupel because if we're going to be realist here he's not a good receiver he was just schemed correctly and there's some people out there that's going to completely disagree with me with that and the fact of the matter is the only reason what I said kind of. Like, I still think he's decent. You're downplaying he's, him a little bit. He's, he's good, fast. He's not, that's it. And can catch fast. a football. He's fast and can catch. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. It's can beat DeMarco Hellams on a go route. What do you do? I was going to say, though, um, one thing to tip it off, or tip the cap, besides the fact that Missouri gave up essentially a basketball score, is you let – Overthrow Joe, throw a perfect three for three, 105 <laughs> yards in those three passes, and a goddamn touchdown. See, okay, I, overthrow, over, overthrow Joe's getting a little too much hate on this podcast. Okay, no, he does not get too much hate because I overthrow Joe. Okay, point to his overthrows last year. Okay, you want to know what? My a basketball score. My hate does not even extend to this past year. All right. Has everybody don't knows, don't think about the pit game? No, don't that's think not about even the what I'm talking game. about. Just just hush. As everybody knows, I do my best to keep my bias aside. But I went to that Tennessee Ole Miss game. Hendon Hooker goes out with ten seconds left. All right, as the quarterback, you miss a wide open receiver in the end zone for the game winning touchdown with ten seconds left, and everybody and you threw it into the stands. Okay, that's not even where the hate stems. The pressure was too big. He pissed down his pants. The pressure. Or not the pressure. The thing that pisses me off, he had two receivers open as time expired. He decides, I'm going to run. He sees the clock hit zero. You can literally watch him look up at the clock. I know exactly what you're talking about. He steps out of bounds. 
He doesn't try to take the hit. <laughs> he like didn't him. even realize the clock. Fuck him. He didn't even realize the clock. That was a year and a he half. Inspiration from Dak Prescott. Oh, fuck him. Peak players get better. Did you say peak? Joe Milton is nowhere near peak or anywhere close to being peak or ever going to be peak. He peaked at Michigan. Hot take. He will be a Heisman finalist Hot next take. year. He gets no. by week three. You want to put money on it? $10. That he gets benched by week three? Yeah. $10. I'll take that. I'll take that. All right. Do you know what week three is for Tennessee? Florida. Uh, you really think yeah, they're going to okay. keep him in the game versus Florida? I did. I think he's going to beat Florida. Okay. I think he'll put up 50. Fuck 5-0. Somebody else lead the podcast. We'll smoke and crack again. Let, let's just go ahead and move on to the next game because there's nothing more to say about this game other than Tennessee's offense just completely... I'm not going to finish that statement to Missouri's defense, and it won't let me back up. Uh, do y'all really want to go over New Mexico State? Absolutely not. All right, let's talk about their no. two-point loss to Arkansas. Shit. No, they won. They beat Arkansas. They Oh, I read that wrong. Whoa. Damn. We really hate on... Okay. Do you guys mind if I interview real go, quick? Yeah, go for Before I make my take... So listen, Jason, I drew up hey, a diagram for you guys. No, Will, you I shut up. I drew up a diagram for you guys to explain something that's a pretty basic concept. So here, we have Hendon Hooker. A pretty normal guy. He throws the ball, and the guy catches it. See, it's beautiful. Then we have Overthrow Joe. See, O-T-H, Overthrow Joe. Here's him... Hey, but at least he can throw it far. <laughs> he can throw it far, though. It made it all the way into the pouch. And the football's in there. It's beautiful. Do you, you want to like... join the bet, Luke? Do you want to join the bet? I didn't even hear the bet. So you're going to have to repeat it. All right, $10 get... that Joe gets benched by week three. Ooh. I said no. Jason says yes. Do you want to I don't think run? it'll be by week three. Do y'all I think it'll know? be okay. like week five. Here, here, we'll take a break because we have some time to burn here before we get into the rest of these games. Do you want to know why he'll get benched that early? <laughs> Do you yeah, really? why? Week five, okay. But sure. Okay. I don't know the coaching staff that well. All right. Tennessee's coaching staff, while recruiting Nico, so say, they went before the school season started because y'all know he committed the February before his senior season or the March. His high school ran the damn, like, literally Hypel dropped off his scheme a couple of the plays, oh told them God. to run this, and they've had him literally working that scheme his entire high school senior season. Why? To come in and get him to true freshman play. Ten- wow. You really think Tennessee's dropping $9 million for a risk? I'm not saying that he's a risk. I'm just was originally thinking that the coaches wouldn't be that lenient to bring in a freshman week three. I thought they'd give him a bit more of a chance. Oh, I still think that Nico's going to start at one point. They gave him a but, whole season learning that scheme, baby. I think he gets benched oh, after the Georgia game. Shit. Or during the Georgia game. <laughs> you know, that's actually a more realistic take. I'll give that one to you. But let's go back into Arkansas and Mizzou. 
This game, okay, listen. We hate on Brady Cook too much. After seeing this game, this is his I'm him performance. 242 yards yeah. in the air, 138 yards on the ground. He had a touch, two touchdowns, no picks. No, tu- no picks. And love it, who seemed to be his Dr. favorite Lovett. target that game. Six receptions, 130 yards. Hyatt yards, or Hyatt reception numbers. Missouri, but, if you could have played like this all year, you would have went like 9-3. and three. I'm going to be real. I have both take that this game kind of made me think, and also just the games in general this season. So I'm going to have to move to Missouri. Raheem Sanders is overrated. Okay, Correct. I'm going to actually come at you a little bit with that one. Did KJ Jefferson sure. play in this game? Yes, he did. Uh, was this the game after he which, – which game in the schedule is this for Arkansas? Uh, this is their – Who did they play the week before? We just talked about it. They played um, – Who did Arkansas team. play the week oh, before? Arkansas. I apologize. Um, let me check. For the Missouri game, they played Ole Miss, and they won. Okay. Yeah, so in the Ole Miss game, K.J. Jefferson once again got injured. And when, whenever K.J. Jefferson – I know you hate to talk about injuries, but whenever K.J. Jefferson was injured, Arkansas Sanders could not move off. the ball. Arkansas could not move the ball. I completely agree that Sanders went off that game. But I'm just saying, whenever Arkansas is a passing threat, it doesn't seem like he's going crazy. Now, if they just move towards being a ground game team, then maybe he proves me wrong. Well, but, what I'm saying is they couldn't th- throw the ball through the air, which – Yes, running the ball can score points, but it's not going to score you enough points to win games if you're only sure. running the ball. Yeah, and whenever he's hurt, they can't throw the ball, and they can't, and they're anemic on offense. Close to it, yeah, I agree. They scored 19 points against Liberty when he was hurt. How early was that in the season, though? It was like week 11. Oh, really? That late? Jeez. Then again, though, also, I think that was the point where their defense was also incredibly injured. I mean, like, all four of their starting DBs get hurt by week two. I just... That was such an unfortunate season for them. But I do want to mention, because I don't want to take the attention away from Missouri, main that few stats impressed me. Number one, you nearly had 500 total yards. Very impressive. And also... Point that I like to make is that fourth down conversion. That was that was pretty sexy, I'll admit. And once again, this is a theme for Missouri. You held the time of possession. You had the majority time, not by much, but you did. And I feel like Missouri wins the games that they own possession in when they have the most time for the offense to cook. No pun intended. But this is finally a game where even though Arkansas didn't have the greatest secondary. Cook finally said, "All right, screw V two. I'm done. You guys making fun of me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ball. I ball. Arkansas fall. All right, listen. I wouldn't call 240 yards balling. I, I mean, it was a good passer efficiency. Yeah, good I would say it was a. No I would say it's a good performance. A All good right. solid performance. All right, listen. We're not gonna go into their bowl game." Strictly because we are. Man, I was gonna make such time. a. I was gonna make such a good joke. Make the joke real quick, and then I'm doing the sign off. Okay. All right. Well, they they went with Gasparilla Bowl, and after looking at Brady's Brady Cook's stats in that game, which I can pull up for you right here, uh, thirty. You passed thirty for forty nine. Uh, oh, Austin. Sorry. 
Is this supposed to be a joke? 230 yards and a touchdown. And I had to gasp. Just like a gasp for <laughs> after seeing those stats from I'm retarded. <laughs> I love you, Dane. I love you, Dane. Dane, sometimes we clown you. What's the joke, Brady Cook stat line? What's the joke, Brady Cook stat line? I know we clown you sometimes for not speaking, but after hearing that fucking joke. <laughs> I don't even know if I want you to do the sign-off, but too bad. They got the YouTube likes. You got to do the sign-off. Go ahead and go for it. All right. Well, make sure to use code V2Sports for SeatGeek. Uh, you have to make a brand-new account. Can't stress that enough or else it doesn't work. You won't get your 20% off. And use code V2Sports for Dubby and drink it up. It's, well, it's very tasty, very good. It's actually Tried pretty good players. stuff. I've eaten. I've started without liquid. Just strictly. I am a. That's what I do. You have to dry scoop it. Drink your water afterwards. It really tastes good. It really. You dry scooping it. Why are you not snorting it? Scoop per sip. Okay. Scoop. Okay. My nose has been injured because of what happened at Missouri. All right. Um. Y'all heard Dane give the sign off, and as always, Dane, go ahead and finish it. Mm Hmm. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night from the V2 crew. Stay classy. classy. Kyle gets no bitches.